Hello and welcome to the Tax Advisor Biz Coach Success Weekly Podcast. The purpose of these episodes is to help entrepreneurs to become more successful and avoid tax headaches. I am your host, Liz Surya, and I specialize in tax advisory and business coaching. Let's get started with episode 10. I will call this episode kind of different to the ones that I have already recorded previously. And it has to do with a very good concept of how we make money. That's right, how we make money. And this is a it's a system that has created a lot of wealth to many people and others unfortunately are paying now way too much taxes. So let me explain this concept and what's called it's been uh, you know around for a long time um, and for some of you who have not heard it you will probably find this quite interesting um, but it's also quite realistic so what I like to share with this podcast is called the actual cash flow quadrant that's what's called the cash flow quadrant think about the quadrant like a I would call it like a like a plus sign Okay, and then in each corner of that's divided by four parts, right? A letter, an initial letter, uh, goes into each corner. So, for an example, just picture in your mind an X, and then on the left side, you have the letter E. E stands for earnings for employment. All right, right underneath that one, it will go the letter S. S as self-employed okay as a self-employed and then when we head in the upper right hand corner which will be the letter B right for business okay and right underneath then it will be the letter I for investment now why is important to understand this quadrant and how it really affects your taxes well first of all in the letter E on the left right it's called earned income and that is taxed at the highest rate possible. For example, this includes income that you earn as employee, as a self-employed individual or partner. Okay, Um, a lot of times it's subject to additional taxes also, which is called self-employment taxes. Um, So the simplest way to determine how the income is going to be taxed, it depends in which corner of that quadrant you fall into. Okay. Now, another interesting part of it is that, unfortunately, the majority of people who are really in the income receive of the left side of the quadrant will normally be taxed at a higher rate. Yep. Uh, And that is a reality. And part of the reason of this is because, again, you are in that type of category where you're an employee and your wages are being uh, automatically you know, withdrawn, which means your federal taxes, right? Your FICA, which is part of your Social Security and and, and your Medicare. Uh, And that's all done automatically for you, which is convenient. Plus, your employer does match the the half. Um, Currently, I mean, between Social Security and Medicare, uh, there's about a good um, 15.65, I think it is, uh, between the combination between your portion of what you pay and what your employer has to pay, which becomes an expense 
to your employer. So technically, even though they're paying it, they, they're able to reduce it. Um, yeah, that's correct. They're able to reduce it uh, once they file their, their tax return. Uh, so it's not really costing them too much to have an employee, uh, just that they have to come up upfront with you know with their, um, the cost of paying the payroll taxes. So why what is all this you know quadrant and why why you need to at least understand it uh, to an extent? And, and the reason for it is because again, if you are on that left side, you're going to pay a lot more. So if you're in the S section, right, which is uh, which is on the left. Um, corner, it will be the S means self-employed, right? So now anyone who has not been taxed as a corporation, and let's say that you had a hobby and suddenly you, you converted into your business, or suddenly you start making some money, maybe you were doing some consulting, maybe you were doing some web design, uh, perhaps, you know, you, you're, 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 you're doing, um, you're selling some sort of product, whatever it might be that you're doing, you haven't really formed an entity, right? You haven't opened a corporation yet. So you're going to be self-employed, and obviously that's where you're going to be getting hit really hard with self-employment because now you have to pay both sides, right? You're the employee plus you're technically almost your employer. So you have to pay a higher self-employment. And a lot of times to avoid that, um, that's where a lot of people finally make the step that they want to jump into, uh, you know, becoming a corporation because of, of those kind of benefits, okay? Like anything else, um, I always like to bring up, you know, the truth, which is there's pros and cons, right? And you always have to kind of outweigh what's going to be more beneficial for you. Um, but normally, I really believe that the best side of the cash flow quadrant that you always want to be, it's going to be on the right side, right? Because B stands for business, meaning that you already have legally established a corporation. And I stands for investments, okay? So let me just give you a really quick example and hopefully this is going to help you to understand why you want to be more on the right side than you want to be in the left side of the quadrant. So let's say for an example John. John earns an average of $200,000 and his normal you know um, and his normal range of expenses and he owns a restaurant so this year he actually made $200,000 okay. Now for an example if he took all that money out of the business he will be taxed at a regular rate. That's correct. He will be taxed at a regular rate. Now, we don't want him to do that, right? So instead, let's say that he puts $80,000 back into the business, okay? In form of, let's say that he buys additional supplies or he does equipment, and then now he's able, he would make even more income for him, right? And in the future also. Then let's say he puts another $20,000, okay into marketing so all that money that John put back into his business believe it or not is deductible against his two hundred thousand dollars of income right so again he put eighty thousand dollars okay for supplies and equipment that he purchased and then he decided that he wanted to reinvest at least twenty thousand dollars into marketing now that would leave him right out of two hundred minus a hundred another hundred thousand now let's say that he has a home office and that he has a maybe a van or a car that he used you know primarily for primarily for business then when he spends that money 
okay, then that's going to be also deductible, right? Because now as a vehicle, he has depreciation. He has all these other benefits, again, because he is a business. He's a corporation. Okay, so, so far so good. So what I'm trying to explain by, by this podcast is that way you can see the difference that even when you're making money, you're able to make more money because you're able to reinvest it back into your business and that becomes a deduction. So, so technically, even $100,000 that he will be left with the net, okay, yes, he will be paying some sort of taxes, but again, if he owns property, which is the part of the I, which is co-investments, right? Um, he's actually going to be able to deduct all those mortgage payment interests, right? And he's going to be able to deduct his property taxes. And, and, and if he has a house, he's going to be able to, you know, uh, have certain um, improvements to, to the house that he's going to be able to deduct. So that's the great and powerful part of why I always try help my clients to uh, lean more to the right side of the quadrant instead of being on the left side. Um, so again, so let's kind of recap that. So in, what does the I investment? Investments means, for example, let's say that you decide that the stock market is something that you're inclined to. And a lot of you already have 401ks, I'm sure as an employee, so you have your own retirement plans already if you already have been running your business for a while or you're planning to incorporate that type of uh, fringe benefit uh, through your own company. And the greatest thing about this is that when you have the side of the I investment is that now you're going to be taxed at capital gains, right? And I'm sure you heard of that. That's another benefit because instead of paying ordinary income tax on that extra money, you're actually paying capital gain, which is if it's less than a year, it's not the greatest benefit, but if you're in a high tax bracket, then the maximum capital gain that they can charge you is between 15, 20%. So let's say for example, you're already in a 28, 33%, right? Then going to capital gain, even if it's less than a year that you you held those stocks or ETFs or index funds, whatever you know that you have your mutual funds, you're going to be able to have that tax at a lower rate. So that means that your money keeps working harder and harder. Does that make sense? Okay. The same thing has to do with real estate, for an example, right? A lot of people get into investing in properties and becoming a landlord. And part of the benefit is because you have someone else paying your mortgage and all the repairs and everything that you're doing, it's coming out of the I quadrant section, which is another great benefit. So once again, I hope this um, information has been helpful and by all means, um, I always appreciate all my subscribers and the new people who are listening to my podcast to please comment, to share, and to give me that buzz because it does help a lot, obviously, in ranking. And, and as you know, all these podcasts and all this information is given out for a great, great value and it is free to all my listeners um, I do have private podcasts by the way for those who are interested in a little more details and certain things that are happening with the tax code and also with with uh, business ideas and how to properly structure um, some of the business uh, plans that you might have in mind but you haven't really put into um, 
or implemented into your uh, company. So if you have any comments or any uh, questions, by all means, you know where to reach me at etbsfl.com. And the uh, contact information should always be below. There's always a, a link to the website. And I want to thank you once again. And this is your host, Liz Surya. Until the next episode, have a wonderful, wonderful day. And thank you for listening. Goodbye.